Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. I mean, that's a bad shot. I care what anybody says. That's a bad shot. Uh, but that story won't be told that it was a bad shot. Tied at 115. Crowd rising to the feet. George will defend Lillard. After a week of sports that could drive a sane person crazy, two men arrive in the wee hours of a Sunday to provide clarity, truth, and questionable sports takes. Spread floor. Lillard with 47 tonight. Working it down to two to one. A deep three. Oh! What? This is Sports Sunday. Blazers win the series. A walk-off three from Lillard. A recap of the sports week. A preview of today's games and next week's big stories. Taylor and Joe Fisher with Sports Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080. I mean, that's a bad shot. The fan. Welcome in to Sports Sunday on 1080. The fan. Man, it feels good to say that. Joe Fisher here. Got my boy Rashad Taylor across the table. My guy. From this fine faux quartz, faux marble, marble table, whatever it is in here. And then across the glass, we got Jordan Schultz. What's good, fellas? Man, you know what it is, man. It's it's, it's Sunday. It <laughs> it's Sunday. Here we go. It is indeed Sunday. And yeah, um, yeah I missed last Sunday. I was uh, <laughs> doing absolutely nothing actually. Uh, Rashad texted me, uh, wanting access to the text line. And as I was in between turning it wasn't over, wasn't working for me. I was getting pissed off. Yeah, no, I understand. Well, as I come to find out this week, apparently nobody uses their own. Uh, email or login for the text line. Good. Somebody needs to get me that then, because uh, times I've hosted, I've been sans text line, and I feel yeah, like it's, I'm it's, naked. It's, it's really hard to do a show without a text line. I'm pretty sure I heard for, that on like, free agency. Like it's super hard to do that. Dusty uses Rops login. I use uh, Mike Lynch's old login. Um, I want to say that Dirt uses Swag's log. Like nobody uses their own login for the text line. So uh, sorry to say this, fellas. You're on your own. All right. I. I ain't got a login. I don't even know what the password for bikes is. It just autofills. But uh, last week, Rash- text Rob. Rashad wanted some text, and as I'm uh, making just a amazing batch of scrambled eggs and uh, sausage and breakfast for me and my boy, I sent you over the text line. Um, it didn't. It didn't work. I sent you a photo. You did. And in that photo was a text five zero three eight six four six fan five zero three eight six four six fan. The was, Vancouver Ford text line. That's right. Thank you. It's literally on a piece of paper right in front of my face, too. Um, is someone that said, this is an all-time terrible take. 
That was one of the texts that came through on the text slide. So I just want to know, dear God, what was happening last week while I was gone? I mean, what happened? I think everybody was in their feelings. What? Ha- well, what, what, what? Onions, by the way, and the scrambled eggs really quickly before we move on and answer this question or no? Absolutely not. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so you I was born s- after 1980. I, I just, I, I don't I was... understand why everybody's dad that cooks you eggs in the morning. Hey, you want eggs and toast? Yeah, and then I get eggs with My onions in it. Just skip. And I'm like, meat. what the hell are you doing? Is that a thing, Rashad? Eggs? What? With onions? Some people like green onions and stuff like that. Yeah, there are a lot of people that like are onions and eggs. Like, just like my grandmother, like, just like diced white onions. Yeah, I, I, my grandmother what are we, what are we used to make like you know <laughs> used to make onions and eggs. Like I never ate them, but see, she there we would. Go. She would say, I don't know if it's a southern thing it's or a generational thing. I think. That's old just thing. as foul. It's old people thing. Yeah, it's it's. Mind you, I'm not I, ketchup and eggs. That's just mind, as foul as ketchup. Man, and eggs. listen there now. Mind you, the, the that's not a small number of people that do the ketchup and eggs. A lot of people eat ketchup with the. I have a friend, and this is the weirdest thing in the world. And I know there are a lot of people that do it, and it's still weird. I'm sorry. But I have a buddy that puts ice in his cereal. I've seen that before. What? That's a multiple people thing? Yeah. Like, I, I was like, that's the. So you would. You but I don't your, approve. I don't approve at all. I was like, wait, you know, so the ice is obviously water, and milk is milk. And unless you have like 1% milk, which is already, or powdered milk in itself, nah, then whole, it should uh, it Whole matter. milk, give me all the protein, all the fat. You want to water your cereal down I, after it's cold? I mean, yeah, that seems super, super weird, but there are a lot of weirdos. So what's weirder, Cere- uh, ice in your cereal or ketchup on your eggs? I would say that because ice according to this study um, by the great institute named BuzzFeed, uh, 54% of people put ketchup on their eggs at least some of the time. 54%. Yeah. More than half the my people. Wi- my wife goes ketchup. I go hot sauce if I, I go scramble. 39% of people. Up so. oh, No, yeah, there's something about hot sauce. More common than putting hot sauce on them, though, is what they say. Again, they, the, so of course it weird. Is. the Institute Hop, of baby. High Scholars that ran this study, uh, BuzzFeed University. Oh, they're not. See, that's <laughs> just a bunch of drunk people. It's a that's survey. Not an actual... It's a survey. That doesn't. Anybody can run a survey. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, and a... I'm saying a bunch of drunk people at two in the morning answered that survey at so. Denny's. <laughs> Thank you. That's exactly that's it, what man. I'm saying. Listen, I'm not an advocate of yeah, ketchup on your eggs. Number one, I'm not like a ketchup. Isn't my favorite condiment by far. Okay. You know, like it's you know, it's, I think hot sauce wins by a landslide. That specific hot sauce though, because nah. I go Frank's Red Hot. No, nah, there's well, so that's the thing about so hot sauce. Varieties. There's so many hot sauces. Damn. There's so many. I went to a screen door the last a couple oh, weeks ago. Shout out to so still haven't gone. Big yeah. mistake on my great, part. Great oh, spot. Oh, yeah, but they've had make their like own like in hot sauce in house and everything. Mm-hmm. Great. Do you, you go know? Bloody Mary or no? Because they have a bomb you know, Bloody Mary. You know, I haven't been drinking for a little bit, so no, I didn't. You know, I haven't got like a. Out any alcohol, but I can't wait to actually have some. So well, they do throw that hot sauce in there, bloody, and, mm-hmm. and it is. Just, yeah, man, that hot sauce is good. legit, man. So, but yeah, if you're going condiments like hot sauce, and then there's so many different ty- uh, types of hot sauce. So if you want something a little more mild or smoky or super freaking hot, like that's available. Like how many times? Remember when they tried to make different colored ketchup? Oh, <laughs> the Shrek ketchup. That, yeah, there yeah, was like purple and there was green, green yeah. and there was like yeah. So <laughs> who can forget the Shrek ketchup? Oh man, there was something they used to come in these like crazy little bottles, and it was, you know it was it was fun for yeah. Kids. Weren't they called the Easy Squirts? Easy it squirts. was Easy Squeeze or Easy Pause. Squirt. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. Easy Squirt. I, yeah. <laughs> I knew, they were, you know, the the whole marketing wow. team was in a was in a circle and was like, man, what oh, can we call it? God. Easy Squirt. That's it. Dude, I'm looking at these fries just with purple ketchup all. No, oh, it's nauseating, isn't it? Hot dog. What? 
Like, and if you're, and guess what? If you're seven, what, what were we doing? If you're seven, it's green eggs and ham, right? Oh, you know, elementary school green eggs. Yeah, and ham just a, a, a little bit of, of <laughs> food. Coming. I actually have a, a picture of my phone on my phone of my son when you know he had to pick a book to read and he picked green eggs and ham. And I was like, "Do you want to make green eggs and ham for dinner?" And I got I have a picture of him with his green eggs and ham holding the book and everything. I love he how was, it is literally just like a couple drops of food. That's dye. it. And that's but, it. Hey, you eat with your eyes. That's it. That's so you cool. know, so. Yeah, man, with the, the marketing you, geniuses that came up with, uh, what, uh, I'm sorry, what, what's it called, Joe? Oh, easy squirt. Easy squirt. Easy squirt. Easy squirt. It's a singular squirt. It is not yeah. easy squirts, okay? Yeah. And that is a high. That would be something out the other end. That is. <laughs> yeah. yes. But if you're, if you're six or seven, like, that's bad. Whatever like, uh, color of ketchup you choose, that's what's coming out the back end when you're uh, done with it, whether it's green, blue. Um, no, my ketchup, uh, my eggs were bomb. I did not need any ketchup. I did not need any hot sauce. Uh, salsa sauce with uh, scrambled eggs. See, I'd get down on like some, uh, what is it? Some like huevos. huevos <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, I'm a pizza picante man I love myself. It. <sighs> See, now I'm hungry. Pizza uh, picante. Uh, now I'm upset. I might have to make some brunch when I get home. I got a nice uh, package of sausage uh, waiting for me. And, uh, oh, Rashad, you get up. Oh. No pause on that what one? What do you mean? No, no. You can have that one because guess what? I was going to say this just as you were talking about making eggs earlier. Man, Joe's a breakfast guy. Like, he, he he certainly is. I mean, like, so. I don't make it often, but when I do, I go in. When we uh went to the uh, went to the Ducks game, you know, come outside. Like, Joe's like, whip up some breakfast sandwiches for everybody. Oh, you know, you got, you got guys doing brisket over here and everything. Joe's like, who, who, who wants to make muffin? Breakfast, I got San- oh, breakfast sando on the on the Pullman guy. grill. I still yes. have the grease stains on my spoiler on the back of my Corolla from that. That's almost like uh, so I almost don't want to wash it off. It's like a badge of honor. I was like, yeah. dude, that's from UCLA back in twenty two. I remember that game and that grease stain on that. <laughs> it's almost like a bumper sticker right there. Uh, but no, I am glad to be back and um, I'll uh, see you guys uh, next week and then I'm out again. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna go camping in two well, weeks. It is summertime. This hey, is what happens. Nobody can be mad at me. All right. The number one show on this station is basically gonna be dead for the next two weeks. Okay. Pretty sure Isaac's gone all next week. Souk is leaving for two weeks. Jeff Sacramento is going somewhere. Swag is going to Pac 12 Media Day next Friday or something like that. It, it, the station's gonna be a mess. All right. It's it's summertime. Well, okay. All over the place. Rashad, um, Joe, and Jordan to the rescue. Oh, in the summertime, like the uh, calendar is starting to like crank up. It mm-hmm. wasn't like that to start, but now, uh, yeah, the camping that was locked down a while ago. But next Saturday, Timbers game. Hopefully, they don't lose four to one. That kind of seems like the trend for them lately is losing four to one every time. Uh, and then I told Jordan this, but locked down uh, the tickets for. The King Felix, Felix Hernandez Hall of Fame induction night into the Mariners Hall of Fame August 12th. Because awesome. guess who's going to be in town playing the Mariners? The Baltimore Orioles. My, ba- my baby birds. There we go. Feed them, Jordan. Got lot, you got a lot happening this My summer. birds are con right now. It's funny because Felix, I believe, spent 2020 spring training or 21, excuse me, with the Orioles and pitched absolutely horrible and then retired. So it's funny yeah. that it's against the Orioles that he's being inducted into the Mariners Hall. Yeah, of we did that for a little bit. We like brought in like Matt Harvey and then we had uh, that uh, disgusting experiment with Ubaldo Jimenez, which we're not going to talk about that. It's uh, We tried some things and it doesn't matter now because we're all good. 
Probably. No, it's all good. Gonna be gonna be a fun summer. Well, depending on what you call fun, you got the All Star Game, you got Felix's retirement, or yeah. excuse me, Hall of Fame induction ceremony going up at T Mobile Park. So yeah, yeah, they're playing okay baseball. As well. I'm just trying to get out to the park at some point. Like I didn't, I wasn't lucky enough to get a ticket for that, or possibly get to the uh, to the ASG. You know, however, like I got to get up there. Went last summer with my son and uh, my sister. Their first baseball game, so super, super cool, and got a chance to see the uh, the Yankees right in the middle of uh, Aaron Judge's like home run, you know, streak that he was kind of having at that point. So yeah, it was pretty cool. As I put out on the new social media uh, app Threads a couple oh, days God. ago, I was today years old when I found out that I could not use loyalty points to book a hotel for the All Star game in twenty twenty three. So. Very, very frustrated. That kind of that kind of killed any uh, hopes at a trip. Unfortunately, my dad called on Friday. Was like, "Son, big call for him to make. Let's go to the All Star game." Like, screw it, I'm gonna bite the bullet. And the lack of availability of being able to use points and being forced to pay 350 bucks for a hotel room so, kind of put my dad off. Are so. they like just locking it down for this weekend in particular? No, it's like literally, yeah, this the Saturday through Tuesday. Yeah, so you cannot what a bunch it, of turds. called a local event, and I'm not going to, I won't, you know, but here's debag my thing. the like, company What's publicly, going on but. on Saturday and Sunday? Well, you got the, it's a fan fest. I'm pretty sure um, we uh, Odyssey is throwing on a Tim McGraw concert that weekend yeah, somewhere around Yeah, Friday the was the uh, HBSU game that Ken Griffey Jr. had okay. kind of put on. Saturday, you had the celebrity softball game, I That's believe. Uh, yesterday um, was the MLB draft. Got the Rising Stars game or whatever or no, the hell sorry, they call sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was, I'm thinking today's Monday. No, today is the MLB draft. Yeah, you had the Rising Stars game as well. So is the all draft that also in Seattle? Uh, the draft is held. I don't know when they started this, but it is held during the All-Star festivities. So, yeah, it's going to be live at T-Mobile Park, actually on the infield, essentially, is what it looks like. And then you got the Home to Run Derby tomorrow and the All-Star game. So it's been going on all weekend in all those hotels. A bunch of S. They black out loyalty points being used. At least one company does, which... Uh, That's cold. F them. Cold-blooded. Cold. Um, I did see Felix Hernandez uh, raise the All-Star game uh, flag on top Ooh. of the... Uh, What's the uh, big old Seattle building there? The uh, space needle. needle. There, the needle. there it is. The uh, space needle. He raised the flag there in Seattle, and he's. Uh, I'd like to see that he's like embraced Seattle more since he's gone. He basically said, "Ah, I'm over it. I'm over how it ended. We're all good. Love this city. Love this team." And he's somewhat. He was. A, he was a big shot in the arm. Being an ambassador, he was a big shot in the arm for the Mariners. Well, there's that a point. Like, I mean. No, seriously, when he, when King Figs first, you know, kind of start taking off and everything like that, or first took off with the Mariners, like, I remember, and mind you, this is from a, a fringe fan. I remember how how big of a deal uh, that it was to have King Felix, regardless of the way it ended. That's usually the way it goes. Like, get a chance to look back at your career, look back at your interaction with fans and stuff like that, and be like, all right, well, I guess it wasn't so bad. I mean, let's just say that he could have given the Mariners more, but he didn't. Uh, you can find what I'm talking about on different forums because it's kind of off the record online. So go 4chan. search out what I'm talking about. No, not even 4chan, Reddit. <laughs> and I think even some MLB uh, blog forums out there. But yeah, Felix, there's a reason that he's okay wow. with the Mariners because he kind of f them over hot a little bit during talk. his career. I can't believe we started a Sports Sunday with, with baseball. some hot baseball talk. Well, it's uh, better than uh, the other choice. I missed last week, and last Saturday, there was some news in the city of Portland that, uh, man, re really really hurt us. It was a tough Saturday, and then it was a tough Sunday. It was a tough Sunday not being able to be here with you guys and 
go through it, that initial 24 hours of uh, learning that Damian Lillard wanted to trade. But this is a great thing about doing a show once a week, as I've said before, is that we are very measured here. We get a whole week, sometimes a few days, to think about things before we get to share our thoughts and takes. You would say we are fair, balanced. We're essentially the Fox News of 10... Wait. Wait a okay, minute. Hold, hold on. on. Hold Stop on. it right um, there. Don't bring up any <laughs> we are, of those networks. We are fair Whoa. and balanced, okay. But uh, that's the thing, is we get to have some time to really think about things. And boy, has the tide turned a bit since last Saturday in this Damian Lillard trade drama because people definitely weren't happy with the Blazers initially. Now people are unhappy with Damian Lillard and his agent. Let's talk about it because there is a lot to get into over this last week. Rashad, Jordan, are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, I hope yes, the listeners pause. are out there ready. 503-864-6326, the Vancouver Ford text line. Let's get into it, guys. Damian Lillard trade request. It's getting messy. Right here, Sports Sunday, 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, text line, you got me looking up vintage egg poachers right now because uh, someone texted in that they're making poached eggs alongside beef hot links this morning. Brats, one of my favorites. A couple different ways to make poached eggs. My wife goes with the vinegar and water. You're just talking a little spin method in Mm -hmm. the water and then, yeah. But then my dad, yeah, my dad goes with the old poacher and just uh, boiling water and puts that on top of it with that apparatus. Yeah, we had this old school one. Uh, that I showed Rashad that we had in the family. That I, I loved using that thing. It was easy. We knew what the hell right. we were doing. I feel like all these egg poachers nowadays, they're not the same. They're not the same. I Is need, anything the same nowadays? I need my old it's, vintage egg poacher. Yeah, I don't know easier. which one of my sisters stole that or took that, or maybe my dad still has it. Maybe I need to steal it from my dad. But. They, they, you know, they're, they're all about trying to find things to make life much easier than it already is. Yeah. I need to find that, and that way I can make a nice... Uh, Egg, uh, poached egg with some hollandaise on like an English muffin. Ooh, there you Ooh, go. Uh, Benedict. Yeah, man. Oh my god. See, I go regular bacon though. Screw the Canadian bacon. You gotta go regular bacon. Oh, I would. Bacon. Yeah, I'd go bacon or just give me some ham with it I'm too. Fancy. Or not I'm, ham. Uh, excuse me. Uh, sausage. I'm fancy. Yeah, little, screw little, the Canadian little, bacon. Little piece of salmon or something like that on the Benedict. Wow. I gotta be. I gotta be real fancy if I'm. Go with the locks. You want some capers with that? I, uh, I gotta. I'll pass on the on the <laughs> salty piece, but uh, <laughs> that's essentially what they are 100 percent. i gotta say if we're ever camping together or wherever out somewhere and i get to make breakfast i gotta make it my hollandaise because I, I 
I add a little bit more citrus than normal. No and, packet? No, I do it from, <laughs> screw the packet. I, well, because A, I don't want the hollandaise too thick. And then B, I, I want that, that extra citrus flavor. It brings out the flavor of the egg and the bacon and stuff. So All right. it's really yummy. So how long do you think we can talk about food to avoid talking about Damien Lillard? Another hour or two? As long as we can. <laughs> food Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Uh, Guy we, Fieri coming up at uh, 925. Hey. Um, I wish. You know what? I'm, I will say this, but we won't go on too much of tangents. Guy Fieri going to stop at an uh, Indian place in Bend uh, on diners driving in Oh, that? was that uh, news recently? That's cool. Yes, yes. Anyway, know that show is still going on. Dear God, food, stop. Um, thank you, text line, though. Uh, Damon Lillard request a trade, finally. After all these years, that news comes out on Saturday. And as I said, I list, uh, missed last Sunday's show, so wasn't able to give my instant thoughts. But again, it's good that we now have the week of back and forth between the two. Because mm-hmm. what's also been nice about the last couple of days is I feel like things have kind of calmed down a bit over the last day or two now. Not much has come out. It's still same old, same old. Dame wants to go to Miami, just being said differently. But I want to first, before we get into pointing fingers and blaming and, you know, getting upset with different sides, is take the macro, like, view of how did we get here in the first place. Okay. Like, how how long has Damian Lillard been with the team? 10, 11 years, all right? Why is he here? Why did it get to this point that he's leaving now? Dude, I, I go back, and this is all because of decision-making partly of Mule Shea in the franchise over essentially 20% of your franchise history because he was there for 10 years, just like Dame, 9, 10 years. And so because of what he has done over the last 9, 10 years of this team trying to build a team, trying to fix that in a year or two, to cater to a older t- star or getting older star that might be past their prime, that's a little bit harder to do because, quite frankly, this franchise has been kind of effed up for a decade. We've been trying the same thing for a while. So now here we are, again, maybe looking at it like in Joe, Joe Cronin's eyes, little, little too late, like, the window closed a couple years ago after that Western Conference Finals trip, and drafting Scoot Henderson wasn't the so much the start of the youth movement. That was the year before taking Shaden. Like it was already in their eyes. Like we need to start making those moves and looking towards that in light of the moment that Damian Lillard wants to be traded and that this team isn't as successful as we hope. So over time, now we've gotten to the point where, all right, Joe Cronin is now running things because Neil O'Shea, thank God, if you want to say there's been one great thing that Jody Allen has done for this franchise, she did fire Neil O'Shea. He's not a part of the franchise anymore, so you have to be somewhat thankful she for that. She had to. I'm not and she that had to, right? Yeah. yeah, we forget that like, part. Can we but, not you know. put anything on Jody Allen? I refuse. Say, no. whoever was in the room with her, you know, those make those decisions, the Vulcan people. Burt Cole, Burt, probably. Yeah, I mean. Burt K. Whatever. So that happens. Now we are in the Joe Cronin era, and that's where I look at team building in the NBA, and I hate to go this route, is because some teams, they hit, and they're able to find the player and transform their franchise immediately. But it's not a one-year, two-year turnover. 
And as things have gone over the last two years with the team, with the injuries, with the tanking, with the young coach, new coach, young players, that it's not going in the way of we're getting back to the Western Conference Finals. So this is now the natural part of the relationship where it's like, dude, you guys are clearly going young. I'm clearly going old and need to win a championship. I've wanted to win a championship, so I would like to be traded. And that is where we are last Sunday is all the emotions against the Blazers. And the few days after that, I mean, listening to Dirt and Sprague on the Monday after Lillard requested the trade, I mean, I agree 100% with what Andy was saying, Mm -hmm. is that because of this, like, Stop supporting the team. This is BS. Like, they let them... The franchise is what let this get to this point. Okay. You had... And the NBA team's Portland is so small, minuscule, nobody cares about them on a national scale. So when you have a star like Damian Lillard, as loyal as he has, you got to cater and do everything you can, not just what he wants, but... And then some... Again, no All-Stars. We know the story about Damian Lillard. He's never had that second player, really, with him. So they effed this up, plain and simple. They tripped over the table. Like, they took his loyalty for granted. And I do not blame him for wanting to go play for a contending team that has a chance at a championship. So, again, before we get into what's happened over the last couple of days, we got to this point, plain and simple, because of the Blazers' incompetence, Neil O'Shea, Jody Allen, and quite frankly, a little bit goes on Joe Cronin, too, because he tried to play this game with the media and all of us, seeing that we're going to, hey, we want Dame a part of the team, and then he goes young. This is all on the Portland Trailblazers getting to this point. Okay. Again, keep the last, and this is key part, keep the last couple days out of what's been happening because I do want to focus on right. just this point getting to – you know, the point of Damian Lillard asking out of I, Portland. I honestly think that, I, number one, let me preface my comments by saying, I don't think Neil O'Shea was a great GM. But I don't think most NBA GMs are great GMs, if we're being honest. Like, I mean, the few that are, they stand Fair out. Assessment. They have yeah. those, you know, like, so if we're, if we're being real, there are a lot of teams that are still trying to figure it out. A few and far so, between, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I don't think Neil O'Shea was a great, you know, GM. I think he made great moves in between being the general manager. The first of which was saying, we'll take Damian Lillard instead of established, um, what was uh, Harrison Barnes. Let's do that. That's a, And that was a great, great decision. The next year, it was, man, let's take C.J. McCollum. So out of the gate, man, he made a couple of good decisions. Then the team broke up, right? And then everybody went their own separate ways, and the Blazers were just never, never the same. I think we give Neil O'Shea too much blame because I've been a Blazer fan for a long time. We talk a lot about Bob Whitsitt and those old Blazer teams. Trader Bob. And they were going for it. And they were going for it. Every Blazer they got here was at the end of their run. The end of their career. Steve Smith, Scotty. Remember, it did not work for Scotty Pippen in uh, Houston before he got here. He was terrible in Houston for the most part. Him and uh, Barkley were going at each other. That's the reason he ended up getting traded uh, to Portland, you know, eventually. And by then, Scottie Pippen was at the end of his run. We had one. We got Arvita Sabonis, who we drafted way earlier and everything. We finally got him at that time. And so everybody talks about Trader Bob. He did this. He did this. He did this. Without those players that were traded in, those older players, man, we're left with 
Bonzi Wells. We're left with Ruben Patterson, Rasheed Wallace, like a bunch of guys that are Jermaine good. Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, and Jermaine O'Neal, who they weren't playing, but a bunch of guys who were good. Stacey Ogman, who, you know, were good. But they I don't think they even drafted him either. Yeah, they, you know, yeah, a bunch of guys that were good, but probably weren't going to be good enough to do that. So at this point, you got a bunch of guys now that in the era of the super team that were like, as I'm getting older towards the end of my career, man, let me go take a swing at playing with multiple guys. And that's something that's become more and more the norm around here. And so... I'm not so mad, so much mad at Neil O'Shea because I understand we've never got a big free agent. We've never really had a huge trade for somebody in their prime. Rasheed Wallace was the we didn't know Rasheed would be Rasheed, right? And so we got Rasheed and was like, okay, that's probably the best player that we've ever traded for, and we got like really great years of the Damon Stoudemire and gave know? up Rod Strickland. Yeah, for him, we, right? yeah, exactly. We had some really good years, you know, out of that and everything. But for the most part, it's few and far between. I blame the city of Portland. If we're being honest, I'm blaming the city that can't hold an all-star game because they don't have enough five-star five hotels or nightlife like that. You know, I blame a city that, man, that we lost to Hito Turgaloo because they were like, yeah, this isn't just the place we want to be. Turgaloo was like, yeah, I'm cool. Don't want to go to Portland and play there. Did it have the international feel like Toronto did? This is the reason that I think we've been struggling. <laughs> it has nothing to do. Damian Lillard is a great player. But one of the things that I was reading about in that Jason Quick article was like, where are these supposed players that are lining up to play with Dane? Who are they? Well, and th- this is where I go back on the franchise and Neil Shea and decision-making, and you look at small markets. What happens when a small market team contends for a championship? A Milwaukee, a Phoenix. I mean, Denver might have this uh, this year a little bit, but these small market teams – they get free agents when they win. They get these veterans that want to win a championship and take discount deals, the veteran minimums, the mid-level, whatever the hell. That's So when you have Damian Lillard on the team, you need Damian Lillard and that second star, and then those third and fourth guy that are attractive as well. And then it's like, you know what, now I'm a... Um, I don't know, a David West who wants to join the Warriors run towards the end, and then he gives you 15 and 10 on a random playoff night. Yeah. And then it's so, and obviously Golden State, a little bit of different of an animal, but that's where Neil Shea and the franchise is like, how do we get these veterans and players that want to play but, with us be a consistently winning team? And I'm not talking seventh, eighth seed. It's like you got to be four, three, two, top of the league, and guys will want to come Milwaukee's play won the championship two years ago. Who's gone to Milwaukee since then? Like, I mean, all, all these small market teams, and I can't even consider Milwaukee a small market. They've got a football and baseball team there on top of their basketball team. So it's like, yes, you're s- smaller than New York, but still bigger than Portland because you've got multiple options. And we're crazy if we think that doesn't play a role in that. Like, okay. if I can't go to football, basketball, baseball, hockey games, you know, in between the year, yeah, that plays a huge role and the whole entertainment factor of living in a place or playing in a place. I, I hear what you both are saying, and I know we got to get to it here in a sec, but I got to say I'm sitting right in the middle of you two. I do feel like that Portland as a franchise has not done what it takes to give a guy like Damian Lillard the support that he needs. You look at a lot of the failings in the draft. I'm not talking about CJ. I'm not talking about Ant Hit. I'm talking about like a Zach Collins, for instance. You missed out on Donovan Mitchell. You missed out on Bam Abadaya. You go down that first round. You missed out on Kyle Kuzma. There are so many guys that if you just didn't hold to that stupid philosophy that Neil O'Shea had that well, look, Bam Abadaya, who Dame wants to go join, one of those guys would have been in Portland already. 
However, the management sucks. It's not their fault that, what was that, uh, 2014 when Wes Matthews left or 2013? It wasn't just Wes's Achilles injury. It was the entire roster. LaMarcus went down with injury. Batum was down. I think Dame missed 10 to 15 games. That entire team got unlucky as hell. And, you know, you, you think of the situations with injuries before that Portland's dealt with. Is it the trainers? Is it the coaches? I don't know. I'm just going to call that dumb luck. So I put some of this on management. I put some of this on dumb luck. I put some of this on the city of Portland not having enough to attract everybody that we want, you know, like a Donovan Mitchell, like like, like a big star like Kevin Durant. But again, that's and that's where I want to get to next is the idea of attracting a free agent and that if the situation goes wrong for Portland here, that all eyes are on Portland and that their reputation and how they handle players and stars is on the line here. Because the initial reaction to the Damian Lillard trade was, you know, obviously you grieve. What's the seven stages of uh, grieving or something like that? Uh, I'd have to pull it up. But you go through all of them and then you thank Dame. Thank you for the best moments. Thank you for this. And then the negotiation process starts and then you start getting demands and requests of certain teams and then this is where things are starting to get ugly and i want to get to that next here on sports sunday on 1080 the fan but first jordan schultz with a sports center update this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Boy, should I read the text from last week I had to Rashad? I think it was on Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. Let me find it real quick. But we were down bad last week. It was... Everybody was really sad. It was a sad. It was a sad day. Just uh, sad till about Wednesday when I heard what the hell was uh, coming out of Dame's mouth before he actually requested a trade to the Heat. Uh, I actually said to Rashad first, I was like, probably a good thing I'm not on the show tomorrow. I need a week to process. And then go. I went on to say, this S is so effed up. I'm crushed. Uh, and Rashad just being... Being who Rashad is, are you? I'm not surprised at all. Ten toes down, huh? Which, at the time, lo- low blow. Low blow to pull the 10 toes down move. But over the last couple days, <laughs> let's just say Damon Lurda has not been, how do you say, gracious to the fans of Portland as far as where we have to do right by Dame, apparently. But Dame can't do right by us. Doesn't well, have to. Well, he's done right by us for the last 11 years. Look what he's done. Like, cool. And he was paid handsomely for it. And I understand we did not bring the team around him that we needed to. 
Go back to the last segment. Use the rewind feature on the Odyssey app. You can listen to what we just talked about, how we are in this position because of the Blazers and uh, what they did over the last few years. But now we're at the point where Damian Lillard, who has, what, three years left on his contract still, at least, that that means you're under contract, no, not a free agent. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. So does not hold a no trade clause either. Yeah, kind of important part too. We just saw that happen with Bradley Beal and why the Wizards weren't able to get much back because he was able to name his destination. So Damian Lillard and his agent, Aaron Goodwin, what did they do? If you want to play for Miami, that's fine. I, I you know, saying where you want to play, what cities, teams, that's great. Hell, I mean, from what I understand over the last five years, all Damian Lillard wants to do is have a chance at winning a championship, right? So get him to a contending team, one of the top five, ten teams in the league, and there you should be happy, Dame, right? That's all you've wanted is just to contend. No, I just want to go to Miami. What? No, just Miami. Just Miami, uh, the team that went to the NBA Finals and have Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and um, – Oh, yeah, and also, it, any team that does want me, I'm not going to play for you. <laughs> Ex- just won't report. I- excuse me? Yeah, yeah, I, I know I have three years on the contract, but I just won't play. So, <laughs> da- Damian Lillard, you're saying that you are not going to play basketball for the next three years if we don't trade you to a team other than the Miami Heat? <laughs> All right, bud. Let, uh, let, let's play this game. You know, the Blazers were blowing it up anyways. So screw it. Hold them hostage. I'm done at this point. Because I'm, I'm, I am pissed at the Blazers. But I, And the bit of news I was talking about this week was that apparently Damian Lillard, before the public uh, trade request to Miami, he was considering, and this kind of got kaput uh, with Chris Paul going to Golden State, he was considering wanting to go home to the Golden State Warriors. And that, to me, as a Blazers fan... I don't care that that's where you're from. That is blasphemous. <laughs> that is just blasphemous. Well, as far as, and you know what? What kills me the most, Rashad's sitting back, and I'll let you Rashad go. Rashad wants to punch me in the face. I'll, I get it. I'll let you go is that, you know, the, the whole team side of thing doesn't. I'll let you finish. It doesn't kill me anymore because when I saw Johnny Damon end up becoming a New York Yankee after becoming one of the most beloved Boston Red Sox, that's kind of where my, uh, you know, my youth died there. I was like, wait, I, died. I didn't know you could do that. What? What? So it's just the fact it is, I want this specific team. I want this team. Oh, and it's not even like a team that has a chance. They had one of the best chances because they were in the NBA finals last year. So, oh, okay. So real grind, real hard work. You got to go through next year. Right, Dame. I mean, cause you are now joining the team that just went to the NBA finals. This, all this, if it's true, if this is coming directly for him, if it's coming just from his agent and Dame is sitting back like, dude, what are you doing? Hopefully that's the case. But this kind of just goes back on damn near everything you've said for the last five to ten years about who you are in this league, how you want to be remembered, your legacy with not just you but your team. Like, dude, what the hell is this? So that's why I say if you're Cronin, like, all right, if you don't want to play for what team we trade you to, well, you're not going to play for us, so we're just going to roll on and, you know, DNP and roll with Scoot and our young guys and we have fun not playing basketball. You really don't want to play basketball for three years? Okay, have fun with that.
And Rashad, let me just say that that is the reason why I, I would love for any player to go home. I understand that, but it's the going back on what you've said for the past few years and so quickly and, and to see not only your demand to Miami, but then, oh, you wanted to go to this other super team as well. It just doesn't sit right with me. And it's the exact opposite of what he said. What, what did I text you, Joe? You, you read it earlier. I said 10 toes <laughs> down, huh? So I got in a lot of. Not heat. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, a lot of people were mad at me last week because I put on my social, like, you know, Dame requests the trade, like, ten toes down, huh? Not running from the grind. I, but I digress, right? That's 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 not what you've been saying. And everybody got so mad. Bro, are you serious? Portland didn't do this. Portland didn't do this. This has to be clickbait. Bro, you're serious. You can't be a real Blazer fan. You're bla- Everybody's mad at me like I said it. Like, I said he was running from the grind. Like, I said he was... Uh, um, he didn't want to play on a super team. You said that. The Dame's been hanging his hat his whole career on the fact that I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to build on my own. I don't want to be uh, just another piece on a super team. He said that. I'm okay with not winning I'm okay a with not winning a championship. My legacy does not my, depend on it. These are, every, these are all, and guess what? Dumbass Blazer fans ate it up. Every single bit of it. LaMarcus says one time, I'm not going anywhere. Okay, LaMarcus, we believe you. Why do we keep doing this? I don't understand why we do this to ourselves. And let's let's talk about that because the emotions of this city <laughs> and this team are absolutely wild. We need to probably just have a Blazers blood pressure check day just to make sure that everybody in this fan base are okay. Like, everybody show up to the Rose Quarter. We're going to do some, uh, you know, we're just going to make sure that everything's going okay. The ticker's all right. Joe, there's about to be cars burning <laughs> like the Blazers just won a championship. Uh, Yeah, not in the yeah positive way. Like, uh, Yeah, yeah, the opposite reason, but it'll look very More similar. so like in the way that, like, the Canucks fans lit up their city when they <laughs> lost the, the Stanley Cup that Yeah, we're going to uh, go year. Vancouver, B.C., yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to that next text line, 503-864-6FAN. We'll read some of your thoughts, uh, some that we've got here. And uh, please text in. Tell us how you're feeling about this whole situation because uh, it's tough, right? We're all going through it. A lot of emotions, a lot of mixed feelings. Mommy and Daddy, is this is this my fault that you're splitting up? Please, please stay home, Dad. Don't go for those cigarettes and never come back. It's, it's a tough situation. We'll talk about it next. 1080 The Fan, Sports Sunday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, boy. We're working the trade machine in here, not on the computer, just talking amongst ourselves. But um, 
text line. You know, I can understand how Damian Lillard is sort of holding the Blazers hostage right now, but he did in, put in 12 years of his career to the Blazers and the Blazer fans and the community and waited for them to build a winning team around them. I feel like he's giving them he's giving them more than enough time to do it, given them. Yeah. Well, he definitely has, but let's not get it twisted. I mean, Neil Shea probably realized what he had in Damian Lillard and Straight up, damn near every is. decision he was running by Dame. Like so that's what also kind of kills me is that, I mean, Rashad, you brought up before the show started this morning, his damn cousin was on the team for like a whole year yeah, or two Kelgin years. Blevins, big, yeah. big Nepo, Kelgin Blevins. Like, let's be real. Like, that doesn't happen <laughs> if Dame's not on the team. But, but and that's the- such a small example. But again, it's like, I mean, Jeremy Grant, are they going after Jeremy Grant last year? If Damian Lillard, if they're, I mean, hell, if we want to get real, are they giving Jeremy Grant the bag if it isn't for Damian Lillard? And that's a whole nother thing is like, those are side conversations between players where it's like, bro, you, I'll make sure they pay you before I request my trade. All right. So that way you get paid, you get the bag. It's just ridiculous. And then once that happens, you're secured, you're taken care of. I'll, I'll request my trade. Two moves though, that I need to know what the other selections that Dame had, what were choice B and C a, When Evan Turner got signed to that near $80 million deal and the Blazers massively overpaid for him, ended up being a pretty, you know, mid-level piece, but not worth the money that the Blazers paid him. I wonder what the second or third selection was there instead of Evan. And then B, I want to know, was there an option between Chauncey Billups and Mike D'Antoni at the head coaching position, or was it, it's going to be Chauncey, Dame, are you okay with that? Or was he offered a choice B or C? I want to know because I hear from Jason Quick's article in The Athletic last week that every decision, including these two, were run by him. But I need to know what the other options were, what he turned down. Right. Will we ever hear it? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, another text we got. Honestly, there's no win for anyone here short term. I don't blame Dame for requesting a trade. And he certainly earned the right for us to do right by him. But this but this is also a business, and Portland can't F themselves over just to make him happy. I hope he gets to a contender and we get some great draft picks. Yeah, I mean, Mac, like, zoom forward a year from now. I If Damian is off this team, I get it. It's run its course. If he's on the Miami Heat, I don't care. It's just the key thing is the Blazers, and Joe Cronin especially, cannot get screwed over on this deal or else as Jordan mentioned, you know, hyperbole burning the cars and rioting in the streets. It's like, that is Joe Cronin is already on thin ice with this fan base. And I think he's winning some people back right now by digging in his heels on this and saying like, Dame, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm okay that you want to leave. I'm cool with it. We're going to try and make that work. But we're not going to do right by you. We're going to do right by our team and our fans and our city. All right. Like, why are we going to take care of you when you're not going to be a part of the team? I know we didn't do that when you were here. We tried our best, quote unquote, our best. Yeah. But it's debatable. But so now it's like, oh, well, now that you got to trade him, now's the time that you take care of him. Now you send him to the situation that he wants on the team that he desires. And you better do it or else because now. Uh, your reputation is at stake around the league. It's like, dude, all right, let's again, let's play this game because right now, the way that 29 other media markets in the NBA look at Portland is just piss me off beyond belief. Like, huge middle fingers to 
the rest of the league over the last few months how Portland has been treated on a, a national view. How people? Oh, it's disgusting. It is. It's disgusting. Portland doesn't deserve Dame and has never deserved him. Get rid of him. Just be it's happy a, with what you get. It's been a celebration almost that Dame finally requested a trade. Like just to watch. Listen, I know Jody yeah, Allen was, is not, nobody is a fan of hers right now, and the sooner she sells, the better. And Cronin again, thin ice, as I mentioned. But for fans in this city, I've always said that teams, players, coaches, owners, GMs, those ch- those change. The team, the city, the people that have been going to games for 30, 40, 50 years that have been putting their time and money. Rashad, you're always adamant about, I'm a part of this team. I, I put thousands of dollars. I've put in hours of thousands my time of into this team over the decades. It's an investment. Yes, Absolutely. yes. So it's a trade-off. Where, where, uh, how, where is doing right by us? When does that come into play? When does doing right by a million, million, however many people are in this city, when the Blazer fans here and across the nation and at large, like, so we got to do right by Dame, who's, again, been taken care of at this point, but we can't do right by us. I just, yeah, and, and my I, thing is, it's like, <laughs> can't believe it, dude. It's, I don't, I don't even want to say it's for lack of trying. I don't think Neil O'Shea was. Again, not a great GM, but I don't think he was so bad at his job to where he just wasn't trying. Just giving away money to Evan Turner and just giving away money to Mo Harkless. Well, like, hey, let's be real, let's be real, real quick. If we're not going to Western Conference Finals, if he doesn't pick up Cantor off the scrap heap, no, I mean, and there. So again, there's there's some some great pickups, I, some I, great that, decisions in between. How there. little that gets mentioned since that 2019 season. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's yeah, like, dude, Nurkic let, went down. Yeah. yeah, let's be real. Like, Cantor was ripping down offensive boards every other possession and putting him back up for a bus, uh, for a bucket. Or, that was an easy Or move, kicking though. him back that, out to Dame. Was I that mean, not his second stint in Portland, or was that his first? That was his first. I, it was, he was falling apart in New York. Okay. He was in New York, Thank and you. that wasn't working well, and they picked him up. But again, I digress. Again, Olshay... Terrible GM, but those little moments like, that I don't think it was for lack of trying that this that this happened. It was a lot of things. Like our best opportunities, well, outside of the Western Conference appearance, was when we had the team with Lamarcus and Matum and everything like that. That yeah. was the best team that you had, and then all those guys had opportunities to go make more money elsewhere. Batum went and signed a big contract in Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> Who didn't? Uh, I got a contract. West Matthews got a got a big sh- uh, contract somewhere. And, uh, uh, Dallas, Rolo, Dallas, yeah, Dallas, yeah. Rolo uh, got money somewhere else. Like everybody was able to get paid, and so man, I, I couldn't be mad. Obviously, the market is the biggest free agent on the market that year. Well, Rolo's know? got so, Rolo's got the Simpson checks. They were able to through. get paid, but then Neil Olshay went and gave. Uh, come on, guys, let's be honest. I love Harkless. I love Aminu, but they were basically out of the league after they left the Blazers. They should not have been paid the forty plus million dollars that each yeah. of them were handed by former GM Neil Olshay. Yeah, and, yeah. and I love those guys. But you got to also think about what was available and who pieces. was coming to Portland. Carmelo Anthony. Only reason he came to Portland. It's because nobody was messing with Mello. Yep. Portland was like, we'll come. He said, okay, Portland, we'll, I'm good. But Unless dude, those are the situations that superstars are in, nobody's just volunteering to come to Portland but, like that. But now that you brought that up, um, you know, let's thank the Lakers for bringing Carmelo <laughs> back into the league, okay? Because if it wasn't for the Lakers. I know, everybody, everybody. I mean, yeah, the Lakers, thank God. Over I have around. a Mello jersey that proves he was on the Blazers, you jerks. That's a sick Lakers jersey you got there. Oh, thanks, buddy. Because yeah, uh, Where'd you get a black suck. and red one from? Because he so, had a, what, that three, four-year stint where he went from OKC or Houston and then no team? Oh, does, wait. 
I, I got to ask you guys, though, doesn't this segment, like what we're talking about, the Blazers' inability to go get big free agents, doesn't that make Dame's time here that much more valuable and it make it that much more confusing that essentially I, I don't care what's available at number three, Portland gave up on the best player that they've ever had, frankly, five years too soon. I don't care what's available. It makes no sense to me. It's like the Bulls moving on from Michael Jordan before they were ready. Yeah, but they, they blew did. up the entire they, team. They did do that. The Bulls, that's exactly what the Bulls did. But he had already <laughs> won six championships. Yeah, and, you know, that's and, a little different. The Blazers haven't even won one. Mark, oh, yeah. It, in there, little rough. It, yeah. What I'm saying, <laughs> okay, maybe in 1992 instead of 1998. Is that a better comparison? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's like if you decide to move on from... It, the greatest thing that you've ever discovered in your life. Screw being a team. It's like, you know what? My favorite food, <laughs> stuffed crust pizza or ice cream. No, I'm, I'm never going to eat it again. Moving on from that makes no sense. And trust me, man. That's why this is, you know, us getting to this point is a unforgivable move by the Blazers to where it has to come back on Jody Allen and the ownership. It starts at the top. And that's where, again, I agree with Dirt. And what he was saying on Monday, like, stop going. Stop supporting the team, man. Like, until this franchise shows they actually care, then stop stop caring yourself. Like, I mean, let's get down to brass tacks. Like, and that is the biggest problem with this city, this fan base, is we care too much. We have nothing else to care about, though. We and care that's too the much. Issue. We can't let that's, him go. Right, that's Rashad. the issue. There's nothing else to care about. We don't have a hockey team. Like, Timbers is cool, but the Timbers is like a, a niche thing here in, in, in town. <laughs> what like, did I... <laughs> we, the, ducks and, the Ducks are two hours away. The Beavers are an hour, an hour and a half away. It's like... What else do you support? And this is how you bad I was. How bad uh, uh, down bad I was last week is when I was texting Rashad. Got to this point, I said, uh, "I love the city, but when Joey graduates high school, if S hasn't changed and or we don't have an MLB team, I'd very much consider leaving." <laughs> That's how bad the Blazers have me at this point. That basically I'm preparing for. Eight years from now, that if Joey's like off to Oregon or going to school somewhere, I'm like, all right, you're y'all you taken care of. You good? That's a real thing. All right, out of here. See ya, Maui. I, here I come. I get it. We're, we're a one. We're a one trick pony here in Portland. We've only got one. I, I the Timbers are awesome, but they just don't. Uh, and I'm not trying to. They actually gonna suck right no, now. But. Well, they're okay, but they've brought fans. They just don't move the national needle nearly as much as like a, a NBA team or an MLB team. Well, does. Timbers, they gotta have this problem too, man. Is they suck, but. Dude, did you see the TIFO that the Timbers Army had last well, have, game? Didn't they win an MLS title, though, in the last, like, seven seasons? Oh, yeah, I mean, that I was, mean they, they've been they, there. They so went that's... back to one, but again, like, this I... season in particular, man, they ain't playing very good, and, you know, I think that's just this town and city is that we we are too loyal to our teams, or we're loyal to a fault, um, which I feel like is the perfect opportunity to talk about this youth movement of the baby Blazers and what we saw in the Summer League game the other day. Game two today, going up against the Spurs. <laughs> what? What am, what, what am I doing wrong here? You're not doing anything wrong. It's <laughs> just unfortunate that that attitude is validating Joe Cronin and Jody exactly. Allen's crappy behavior. And that's, you know... Hey, man, listen, the bet is made. If Damian Lillard somehow ends up playing another three, four seasons with the Trailblazers, I'll be shocked. But this is also where we have to come to terms with our situation and realize that summer league basketball is something we need to care about because our number three pick and our number seven overall pick from last year and two more draft picks are on there. So I think it's only fair that we start the second hour talking about what we saw from Scoot, Shaden, 
and the baby blazers. And if we want to get emotional and let this Dame stuff carry on over, I don't blame you. It's It's been a tough week, okay? So uh, let's keep going, Blazers. I think we have some more NBA stuff because one of the wilder headlines I've ever seen in Britney Spears getting slapped by oh Victor Wembayama's security guard. I but feel it, like I can't, you know, you can't <laughs> It was, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a mystery to solve, fellas, okay? We need to figure out who slapped Britney Spears. <laughs> was it uh, herself? I think the, uh, the it, was it Vegas? or Did it happen in LA or Vegas? It was Vegas, yeah. The, I think the league, LVPD yeah. already uh, oh, solved no. the mystery. But... There's new evidence, Jordan, didn't you see? Uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm talking about the same video evidence as you. Blood samples. Oh my god, DNA. Oh <laughs> uh, god. All right, Blazers Summer League, uh Britney Spears getting slapped, um all sorts of stuff. <laughs> do we have some hit me baby one more time to come back to at some point? Oh, that's I like what you did there. <laughs> oh, we'll get it, baby. <laughs> Sports Sunday, hour 2 next, 1080 the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.